Welcome back to Bricks and Clicks. Joining us, as always, are your hosts, Johnny and Colin. Hey, Lucas. Hello, Lucas. Thanks for having me. Excited to dig into this episode because I just get to ask a few questions and let you guys run with it. But we're we're entering the dog just for the the baseball seasons we were talking about in the the green room all chowing down on some Cho chocolates. But in the uh, promotional activities of the grocery store as well, it's an interesting time. You have a lot more fresh produce coming in, but also a lot more fresh promotions, which I think is what we're going to dig into in sort of the July, August, and I guess even early September days of the grocery industry. So Colin, I'll pass it to you because I know that you said a lot of thoughts on on the topic. If you want to go first of what your thoughts on the sort of the dog days of summer are. We're coming to you live. Well, not live when you guys listen to it, but <laughs> we are currently live. I am from Tahoe, so I'm in full summer mode at this moment. And uh, Beach body. Been, oh, yeah. Been hitting up the Safeway many times, so I've been watching these summer promotions, and they are hot. Hot promotions in the summer. And Trying to move that product. Yeah. And we also with the brands that we work with a lot, we're getting a ton of questions on I and mean, buyers are always wanting the hot promotions in the summer, especially on highly summer seasonal items, for example, ice cream, where you sell way more in the summer than you do off season. So that's kind of the things as well. Sunscreen too. Yeah. Ice cream, all the creams. So <laughs> yeah, it just it, it's the time when the buyers are asking for hot promotions and a lot of these summer seasonality items, the different brands are wanting to promote usually to buy share. That's what I see. And maybe, hey, Johnny, I'll hand it off to you. Actually, you I have a question for you, Colin. I have yeah. a question for you related to this. So when you're talking to the brands, why are you more likely to approve or recommend one of those scorching hot deals during the summertime? Typically, those promotions don't pay off. They're a big investment from the manufacturer side. So they might not have the margin to support or drive profitable investment there. There might be more effective or efficient use of their trade dollars. But if you were going to run one of these big hot deals, why does it seem you're more likely to approve it in the summer for some of these brands? Yeah. So the baselines, like when I'm saying, there's more people buying this product anyways in the summer. Just before I answer your question, what we notice on a lot of a lot of categories is that you actually drive the same lift. So the same percentage uptick in volume on the same promo, whether you do it in the summer or you do it in the winter. So if you run that two for six on ice cream right on in the middle of the summer versus December, you're still going to drive the same incrementality. Okay. But in the summer, there are more people already buying it, which means if you are trying to promote to reach more people and drive trial during the summer, that one week of promotion is actually going to hit more people. More people are going to see your product. Usually the goal with those deeper promotions is not to pay back on the bottom line, like you noted. They typically Mm -hmm. don't. What you're trying to do is get that product in more baskets, in more pantries so people can try it. And so if your goal is more people consuming your product, then you want to do it when there's more people already buying it because even more people will buy it. So it's really just about driving units and driving it into people's hands. So what you're saying, Colin, is let's say for that two for six promotion you're talking about, we know we're going to get a 100% lift, right? Mm-hmm. That's our historical lift for a two for six promotion on this brand. And in the winter, so in the middle of January in Tahoe, your baselines for that ice cream are going to be 50 units per store per week. And you get a 100% yep. lift, so you're going to sell 50 incremental units through yep. that promotion. Now mm-hmm. you come to July, it's July 4th weekend, just after July 4th weekend, it's beautiful in Tahoe, people are going to the beach, they're barbecuing, they're eating on patios, they go and they want to buy a lot of ice cream, you run that two for six promotion, the baselines are now actually 100, 100 units mm-hmm. per store per week, just because there's more inherent demand from the traffic, you get the 100% lift, you've now sold 100 incremental units. So you've sold 100 incremental units in the summer versus 50 in the winter with the same promotion. I and mean, it's really driven by more traffic and more people, consumers walking down that ice cream aisle yeah. to try and deal with that heat. Is that yeah. what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. 
Now that's the bottom, that's like the return, the numbers, all the financials. Essentially, you're going to get the same ROI usually, assuming you're running the same promotion summer and winter. Now there are some, unless there's a fixed fee, and then you like the summer more. Yeah, good call. But the other thing is there are some other reasons that we promote besides just return. And when we start looking at those things, the summer tends to be a better period if we had our choice. So I have some ideas on those. You got any you want to yeah, come think to mind, Johnny? The first thing that comes to mind too is like you noted when when you go into these stores during the summer, they have big summer programs. So there's just a lot more product on the shelf, maybe barbecue themed events that Safeway is doing or Rayleigh's or whatever. There's going to be a lot more product. And so the retailers are willing to invest their shelf space into these big display programs, which means you're just going to have more product in the store which is going to help you support these lifts. And so you could do maybe go much deeper than two for six. You would go for two for four, some crazy deal, BOGO or something like that. If you ran that promotion in the winter, they're probably not putting an end cap of ice cream in the winter. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to run out of stock just on your regular placement in center in the, in the cooler. But if you had uh, this BOGO running in the summer and there's a big, I don't know, themed event, there's gonna be a lot more ice cream, maybe on the end cap right near the check stand or whatever that is in that cooler and that freezer. And so there's just a lot more product in the store to support that BOGO and allow you to reach your full potential and give you the best chance to meet the demand. So that's another reason why I like it. So yeah, if you are trying to get ads during the summer, there's usually more ad space for summer seasonal products Mm -hmm. because the buyers, the buyers that we're selling to are also competing for that ad space in the flyer. And so they have more opportunity. So they're more willing. They, they, they just can put brands into the ads. Whereas in the winter, it's going to go to the more, I don't know, hot chocolate, I guess. It's going to get the ad soup. box in the winter. Soup. soup. Soup's going to soup. get it in the winter. Big seasonal winter one, right? Kind of the opposite yeah. of ice cream where, yeah, it's going to get the winter promotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then lastly, the buyers have a boss. Not lastly, there's probably some other things, but they got a boss. They're responsible for showing results. They need to show that they're hitting their key drive period hard too. And so they might be asking for promotions during Mm -hmm. the summer more often. And if you are a brand that's doing the things the buyer wants, then hopefully you're going to get some preferential treatment when you ask the buyer for some things that you want. Yeah, it's important to know what they're looking for, right? What are they getting scorecarded on? Because they, like you said, they have a boss too. They have results that they're trying to look at and they're lapping last year's season. So they got to sort of get that demand and whatever programs they ran, try and beat that. So yeah, absolutely knowing what your buyer wants, what your customers are looking for and what they're going to invest in. To me, that's the key, right? What are they willing to invest their margin, their shelf space, their floor space into your brands? And then you can take advantage of that and work with them. Yeah, we didn't even mention the margin compression that if you are going to do that deep price point, like you said about the display, right? But yeah, you're more likely to get the compression in the key window when they're doing the display and the ad and all the extra support. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's interesting talking about the summer, right? These summer products because it's the summertime right now and Colin's certainly enjoying the summer life. But I think this really applies to any seasonality, right? Any season. So the sort of big aha for me whenever we look at a new brand is let's find out what is the season for your category. <laughs> Is that my cue to leave? Is that my cue to leave, Lucas? No. no, I for some reason I gently may have graced the right arrow key and it decided to play the the ballpark theme Take song. Me up I just to the want to game. remind everyone is the dog days of summer. This is just as we started the show, we had to to put that in in there. Well, let's use that to to rapidly 
change subjects, I guess, or or just no, nah, it wasn't finished. Or, no, I think oh, it's the, the music means you're done. <laughs> it's like the Oscars. You got you got played out. No, yeah, no. I'm getting, go getting go played on. out here. Let, let's, let's I was just going to wrap up. I think it's important to know for your category what are the seasonal highs and the seasonal lows. Go and look in the data, see if you can measure that across your category, and then you can use that when you're setting your trade strategy. Where our recommendation is almost always, like Colin said, promote do your deepest events during the high seasons when your baselines are higher. And then deprioritize promotions during the low seasons, but you got to know that. So always try and find that out depending on the category and then use that when you're doing your planning. Another interesting seasonality. So we talk about like summer, winter, but there can also be really short windows during holidays. Yeah. So there's a holiday seasonality where like you get the like July 4th, Memorial Day, sometimes Halloween, Christmas, New Year's, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And so that that's a different type of seasonality. And those are even shorter windows. So when you're planning around those, you got to plan out further because you i mean you got one week you missed that week you, you gotta win it. that week like yeah. I, I always think of like canned green beans or right yeah canker beans is a great one where you got to get that thanksgiving week and then the second priority is get the christmas week you don't want to get the week before you don't want to get the week after you want to have your hot deal with a lot of product on display during that week of thanksgiving and then second mm-hmm. off during the week of like, christmas because there's just there's so much competition and there's so many consumers looking to buy your product they got to have the inventory in store and then the last consideration with that is we want, always want to go hot, but it costs more. So balancing how deep are you going to go? Because going deeper buys share, drives units, but usually not as much profitability. So really tuning in that sweet spot is important to make sure like you might drive the units, but you might break your P&L in the, in the year also. And that's it looks good outwardly, but cause a lot of pain internally. Yeah. And then the opposite of that during Thanksgiving, Christmas, is there are a lot of categories that we work in. Think of snacks or things that pack lunches. They see a dramatic drop down, like a really negative or a big decline in their baselines during the week of Thanksgiving, during the week of Christmas. And so don't promote during that week. Whatever you do, don't promote, don't spend any fixed fees, don't spend any ad fees during that week because you're just going to get, you're just going to get killed because your baselines are so low. Yeah. The other one we see, I mean, there's a lot of seasonality patterns, but there's some that are more common. The, the Q4 slump. Yeah. A lot of products have this kind of flat through the middle of the year and then Q4 just tails off and tails off until December is the worst month of the year. It comes back strong in January. And, and so like what you're saying there, then you just want to avoid Q4 as much as possible as you're planning. Yep, exactly. I think this is important too. This is all seasonality based on the consumer. So looking at consumption data. You might not see the same story with shipment data because shipment data, you're dealing with retailers and they may have their own seasonality. That's not really seasonality, but it could be based on their fiscal year, right? So I think UNFI is a good example, right? Where they're October fiscal. Ooh, no, J- June, July is the end of their year. So they might June, be July. July fiscal. Or Whole Foods is October fiscal. Yeah. Yeah. So June, but what you'll see is they'll stop buying near the end of their fiscal, right? Because they're trying yep. to go through all their inventory. And so from a shipment perspective, it might be different than what you're seeing from consumption. And just being able to plan for that in out years when you're trying to look at shipments and map that in terms of how retailers behave and keep that in mind as well. Because they're trying to manage their P&L as they wrap up their year. Yep. So that's seasonality. I think it's beach time, I guess. Yeah. Little beach, little dirty nil. Sounds like a great summer day. Is, is that the dirty nil playing on the beach? Are, are they coming up on a pontoon boat? Is that, is that them fading in? Must, must mean it's time to head on out. So make sure you hit that subscribe button or follow whatever platform you're listening on. And if you want to talk to Johnny or Colin or, or Adam or anyone else at Omnium, just go to omniumcpg.com and hit the contact form. So say hi. It's true. I do. Maybe not all the way through, but I read them. Bye. <laughs>